Welcome to Sales is Not a Dirty Word, the show that proves if it's a fit, it's a fact. I'm your host, revolutionary sales coach, Alicia Barr, the creator of the Matchmaker Sales Method. If you're a done-for-you service provider who's ready to grow your profits and impact without pressure, pitching, or pretending to be someone else, then this is for you. Today, we're going to talk about how to price your offer and how to know when to change it. This is something that a lot of business owners struggle with and usually end up undercharging and undervaluing themselves, especially at first, because in the beginning, we just want to take whatever money and some money is not better than no money, you guys. And just because you can do something out of scope does not mean that you should. So for somebody who's been in business a while, you've experienced nightmare clients and you know that when you are drained emotionally and energetically and through time that you are actually making less money because you're not able to have the energy and emotional space to attract and bring on high quality clients. So the some money clients are really taking away from your ability to make more money. However, I've noticed that this is a lesson that a lot of people just have to learn themselves. You can say it to somebody, but it's really hard to make that choice when money is sitting right in front of you. So usually you got to make this mistake yourself and then make it, you know, about two more times. And then you'll really say, I'm never doing it again. And then a couple years later, you'll forget and you'll do it again. (laughs) And we've all done it. But if you can, just avoid it and learn from all of our mistakes. So if you are looking at how to price your offer, you want to really look at a few key things. Like a lot of people are like, is my offer even good? Well, The way to know you have a good offer is, do people get results with you? That's literally my only criteria when I work with somebody. Have you worked with someone and did they get results? Do you have a process or are you still dialing all that in? And there is absolutely a strategy for if you're in the middle of dialing in stuff, you can still get paid for it. And I can cover that in another episode. But if you're looking at how to price your offer, not like, in a beta trial or whatever, then you really want to think, does my offer get results? Then this is a good offer. And I'm talking about tangible results, you guys, because that's going to help you sell to be able to make things tangible, even when they're intangible. So let's say that you help somebody with their energy. You would want to identify if after people worked with you, they only needed to sleep six hours. They were able to finish things in a week that usually took a month. You know, make it as tangible as you possibly can, basically. And if the answer is yes, they get results, fantastic. Now, there are things that you're including that shouldn't be included, or there are things that should be included that you're not including. But That's the main thing. The main thing is just, does this offer get people results? And the only thing you need to include are the things that get people results. So a lot of times I see people including this like extra stuff that isn't necessary and isn't adding anything really to the client. And it's usually adding more stress on to the person delivering the service. So you really want to focus on just what the client needs to get results and don't really worry about anything else. And then obviously, When I work with people, I dig into your offer and the audience and can help you shape that so that it's more efficient and streamlined. To start, though, just look at 
Am I getting them results, tangible ones, and what are those? And have stories to back those results up. So for example, I worked with um, a mindset coach who did RTT hypnosis, and we would talk about, you know, do you have all the information, but you're just not taking action on any of it, and you don't know why? It's not a conscious issue. You have to solve it on a subconscious level. And just that question alone makes the results very tangible. All of a sudden you think, oh, I can take action on things that I know I need to do that I'm just not doing. And it also kind of removes the fault from you, right? Because it's not your fault. It's something on a subconscious level. So you can't change what you can't see. And we're going to shine a light on that so you can change it. So I hope you can hear how that makes it tangible. So the second issue with pricing your offer, and I see this all the time, you guys, um, people price on hours. It's a really common way to price and it limits you greatly. It also devalues you. So why would you be penalized for being more efficient? Why would you pay more for taking longer to do something? If anything, you should charge more for being more efficient. So you really want to get away from hours and just price on results. So for example, like I've worked with somebody who helps set up courses and they used to take longer to create courses for people. And then as they got better and better at it, it would take less time. And all of a sudden they were charging less for being more of an expert. So when you Look at the result of somebody creating the course for you. Yeah, it doesn't take you much time, but how much would it take someone else to fiddle around with it and figure it out? A lot and a lot of frustration. Also, would they be able to put it together in a sequence that is based on educational principles that are going to mean that more people complete your course when statistically only 5% of people complete courses? And so that makes it easier for you to upsell them. That makes it better for testimonials so that you can sell more people into it and all these things. And then also like just saving the sheer amount of hours it would take you to mess with it. Also, the connecting of all the different tech, knowing what you should be using and what you shouldn't be using so you can save people money on subscriptions. All these things are incredibly valuable and they're valuable regardless of how many hours it takes you. So you just don't even want to talk about hours. Another example could be sales coaching or any kind of coaching, but we'll talk about sales coaching specifically. You know, if I in one hour can create a sales framework for you that allows you to instantly convert even twice as many of your sales calls, that result is worth so much to you. And it got to that point like that I'm able to do that in an hour because I have worked with hundreds of people because I have been doing this for 15 years. And that's a lot of hours that goes into having that expertise and that's valuable. So to just say that it should be based on this one hour when there were hundreds of hours that thousands, really tens of thousands of hours that went into it, it doesn't make sense. It's more impactful that that result can be created in just an hour. So you really wanna focus on the result of what you're doing and not the hours. And if you've heard my episode about offers and how to position them, you know, you nobody really cares how many meetings they have with you. You don't want to say like, you get this many hours. Okay, well, what are we going to do with those hours? Nobody even 
gives a shit. They just want to know how does that affect me? And you really want to connect that dot for them anyway. So it's just really not about time. And that is the biggest mistake I see people make whenever they are pricing. They're looking at how much time it takes them. So all of a sudden, you know, there's only 24 hours in a day. So anyway, the last thing that is extremely helpful to price your offer correctly is market research. So you want to ask your clients or like if you've done a beta test, you want to ask your beta clients, how much would you have invested in this? Knowing what the result is, having been through the program, would you have invested more and been super happy? Are you upset with how much you've invested? Do you feel like it's on par? And talking to your current clients is going to give you so much perspective and confidence in what your price is because you know these people very intimately have had the experience with you. And so they're going to be able to more accurately give you an answer and pretty objectively. The other thing that is really helpful is to market research prospective clients. And this can actually be a a great lead gen strategy too. But really, you want to look at it as a win-win either way because you're getting very valuable information. So if you typically work with female founders of companies that have, you know, a staff of 15, you can reach out and say, hey, I am creating an offer that is going to help female founders scale to the next level when they're at that critical point of about, you know, five to 15 employees and they need to bring in more cash flow and hire more staff instead of doing everything themselves. You know, if I could offer an audit in ex- of where you can improve your processes in exchange to uh, for asking you some questions about what could make this service as valuable as I want it to be, would you be interested in that? And people will often say yes. And in those market research meetings, you can ask questions like, if you knew that something could get you a result like the ability to add an extra 50000 in revenue because you have an extra 15 hours every week um, because your systems are, uh, your processes are systemized, what would that be worth it to you? What would seem like suspiciously cheap? What would seem on par? What would seem way too expensive? And that those questions are going to give you so much rich information for where to price your offer. And there's lots of other really valuable questions you can ask in the market research too. Like, you know, what would stop you from moving forward? What would hold you back? What would make you feel confident in moving forward with something like this? What is your perception about this type of service? The bad things and the good things. Um, what is the result that you would want from this service? What would be important deliverables that you would want in this service? Um, that kind of a thing, right? And and when would you feel comfortable investing? I mean, there's all kinds of questions. And I help people with this, like coming up with custom market research questions that are going to really give you that information that's specific to your offer. So the questions do vary a little bit, but I always include those questions about investment because it's so insightful. So to recap, it's how to we talked about knowing it's a good offer based on the results you get, the tangible results, and having clear stories behind those results, pricing based on those results instead of ours, and doing market research. And those three things are going to give you a very concrete foundation for pricing that you can feel certain in instead of telling somebody the price and being like, oh, 
it's not too expensive. Oh God, please don't say no. Cause your prospect can feel that. And, um, you want to feel that confidence and doing those things is going to give you that confidence. Okay. And then last, if you're still having issues selling an offer that gets and it gets people results and everybody said that it's worth it, then it's likely the way you're positioning or communicating it. And that's something that I can only help you with when I have a deeper understanding of your offer and audience and what you're saying right now. So if that's something that you're interested in, please book a sales level up call. The link is in the show notes. I will look at your current sales process and identify the top three things you can adjust to increase your sales immediately. And it's a really great way to see if, you know, we even align or and what I do resonates with you or would make a difference. So thank you so much again for listening. This has been the Sales Is Not A Dirty Word podcast where we show you how to convert up to 80% of your sales meetings without pressure, pitching, or pretending to be someone else. And we'll see you next time.